Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. This episode will be a basic text study and commentary. The aim is to provide insight to and context of the material within our basic text, Narcotics Anonymous. This is not a meeting of Narcotics Anonymous. However, there will be some similarities in how the study will be conducted. Each study will have the audio recorded and then published to the Anonymous Podcast. The overall goal is to provide commentary of the basic text towards reaching those seeking a resource like this. If one person benefits from our efforts, including us, then our participation will be well worth the effort. We're going to have introductions and then we'll jump into the text. Enjoy. Hi, everybody. My name is Donna. I'm an addict. I live in Eugene, Oregon. My clean date is Thanksgiving 1985. My home uh, area is Lane County area of Narcotics Anonymous. We have lots of great meetings out here. Come on out and see us. Happy to be here. Hey family, my name is Allison C. I'm an addict. Um, I live in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and I'm in the Bayou Recovery area. My clean date is April 13th, 2010. Thanks. Hi everybody, my name is Eva P. from uh, Salem, Oregon. My clean date is 6-10-2000. My area is the Mid-Willamette Valley area of Narcotics Anonymous. My home group is Live for Today, and uh, it's on Wednesday nights at 7.30 at Westminster Church. Come and find me. I would love to meet you. Hello, everyone. My name is Brian B. I am an addict. Uh, my clean date is 11-18-2019. Uh, I'm a member of the WE area of Narcotics Anonymous. Anonymous. My home group is the Sunday morning literature meeting of NA. Uh, Come down and see us sometime. We'd love to have you. Hi, my name's Paul. I'm an addict. Uh, I got clean in New Orleans, Louisiana. I attend meetings in New Orleans and the Pensacola area. Uh, My home group is the Open Mind Group that meets on Monday nights at 730. Uh, I'm so glad to be a part of this podcast. And uh, if you're on a relapse, come back to the fellowship. We need you. Hey, I'm Jessica. Um, I'm from Berea, Kentucky, and we're part of the Kentucky Survivors area. My clean date is December 1st, 2015, and my home group is NA as such in Nicholasville, Kentucky. We meet Monday nights at 7. Hey, I'm Edgar. I'm an addict. Uh, My clean date is March 9th, 2015. I am from the capital area of NA in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, so hope you enjoy the podcast. Phil Attic. My clean date is 4-1995. Um, I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And um, my home group is uh, Men in Recovery in Pittsburgh at the uh, Anala Recovery uh, Center. I'm an addict. My name is Douglas L. My clean date is March 12, 2000. Got clean in southwestern Pennsylvania. Uh, Really excited that you're tuning in. I suggest that you get your basic text, a highlighter, and a pen or pencil, and uh, here we go. Welcome back, everybody, to the basic text study for the Anonymous podcast. This is episode 14. We're going to begin on page 31 with step five, and Donna P. will facilitate. Donna, take it away. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's going to be a small crew tonight, so I'll just go ahead and get started. On step five, we admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. 
The fifth step is the key to freedom. It allows us to live clean in the present. Sharing the exact nature of our wrongs sets us free to live. After taking a thorough fourth step, we deal with the contents of our inventory. We are told that if we keep these defects inside us, they will lead us back to using. Holding on to our past would eventually sicken us and keep us from taking part in our new way of life. If we are not honest, when we take a fifth step, we will have the same negative results that dishonesty brought us in the past. Step five suggests that we admit to God, to ourselves and to another human being, the exact nature of our wrongs. We looked at our wrongs, examined our behavior patterns and started to see the deeper aspects of our disease. Now we sit with another person and share our inventory out loud. Our higher power will be with us during our fifth step. We will receive help and be free to face ourselves and another human being. It seems unnecessary to admit the exact nature of our wrongs to our higher power. God already knows that stuff we rationalized. Although he already knows this, the admission must come from our own lips to be truly effective. Step five is sim not simply a reading of step four. So what I have to say about that is, um, like we said last week with the fourth step, you know, the very last thing I ask my sponsees is like, is there anything that you left out? Is there anything that you didn't want to write about? Is there anything that you are... Um, just not wanting to deal with. And I, and I tell them, you don't have to at this moment, but you need to be aware of that. You need to put something down here that like alludes to that, right? Because what we want to be is thorough at this point, right? Getting that right sponsor, getting that right person to share that inventory with is important. And, um, you know, some of us feel led to a sponsor, some of us are directed to a sponsor. You're, we're often taught to look for somebody who has something that we want. But the, the thing I think is the most important thing about uh, a sponsor is, um, and I think I said this last week as well, somebody who has worked the steps themselves. They have a working knowledge of this. They know how important this confidence is and what it is you're trying to do. It doesn't have to be, um, a member of Narcotics Anonymous, but we strongly suggest that it is because this will be the person that has done this themselves and they will understand about doing this. The last, the one thing I will say about the last fifth step I did, um, I took the part seriously about admitting to God, myself and to another human being, the exact nature of my wrongs. And I read um, my fourth step four times. I read it to myself. I read it to my higher power. Oh, three times. I read it to myself, I read it to my higher power, and then I read and then I read it and shared it with my sponsor. By the time I got around to sharing it with my sponsor, um, it, it was kind of old news, which was good because I wasn't so emotionally upset by it. And, um, and we were able to really talk about um, the exact nature of my wrongs and what we were and what I was going to do about that stuff. So with that, I'll pass. Who would like to share about this? Paul? Um, I love that idea of doing it three times. I, I might try that next time. That's interesting. Um, the key is, it's the key to freedom. The fifth step is the key to freedom. And, and look, and it says sharing the exact nature of our wrongs sets us free to live and um 
I, I was uh, I was working a first step with a sponsee um, this week, and there was a part. He's in sixty days clean in treatment, and there was a part in there that was a thing that he kept secret. It's that secret, and he was like, I don't know what to do with it. He and he took the risk and said it, and I said, take the risk and tell the treatment center, tell a, a, a trusted person in the treatment center, and he did. And he, and he came, you know what? I feel so much better. I feel lighter. And I think that's what, that, that's the thing about the fifth step is that when it rolls around in our head, it feels overwhelming. And addicts don't do well with overwhelm. <laughs> when we're overwhelmed, things get blown out of proportion. You know, just for today through an A, I will get a better perspective on my life. And that perspective is right-sized, right? We talk about the spiritual principle of humility. That's not just my humbleness, but my place in the world. You know what I mean? And when I see the secrets that I have are not like, you know, the worst or, the, or, or inconsequential, when I see that, that everyone else is dealing with things just like me, that is the freedom that I got from the fifth step. That's the thing, is that I wasn't alone. It's a we program. People have done the same stuff. People have had the same feelings. People have the same patterns. And, and in a fellowship full of people like me, I can find a way out. And um, God knows what I would have done if I hadn't found this, because I was it was it was so isolating. You know, I was the only one as bad as I was. And and the, the counterintuitiveness is don't tell anybody, because if they find out you won't be loved. And exactly the opposite became true in Narcotics Anonymous. They don't love me for the, that, the good stuff. They love me for the bad stuff. When I hear somebody tell the, the raw stuff in a meeting, I go, oh, thank God somebody opened their mouth and told the truth. You know, I don't need platitudes. I don't need, I don't need it all pretty. I don't need a bow on top of it. I need the raw stuff that I go, oh yeah, that's it. That makes, that makes me love you more. So if you're sitting out there and you're thinking this stuff, if they find out about it, they're not gonna, they're not gonna let me come back. Oh no, we're gonna put you up on the, you're gonna be the speaker because we love to hear that stuff because that validates us. That validates us. So take the risk, tell the truth. That's what I got. Douglas? Yeah, hey. Um... And thanks for thanks for talking about that, Paul. I was at a went to um, fellowship after the meeting Friday this past Friday, and and uh, sitting and talking with a guy, and and you had mentioned this too last uh, last episode, and um, and so so me and this guy we were talking about there's some things like he, he's getting a little bit stuck on his fourth step, you know, and getting a little bit nervous about approaching this fifth step, and and um, and I told him exactly what you said. I mean, it was just so it's, it's, it's just real. 
That's impactful, man. And, and, it, and it applies to me a hundred percent. It's like the things that, that, that I thought I need to protect this with my life, man. I, I can't let anybody know this, you know, find out there anything like this. I'll be damned if that's not the, it, it's like two for one. I, I'm free after I, after I throw that stuff out, I become free. Right. And then two, man, I become connected with you folks. And I'll be damned, man, if it isn't like the exact opposite way that, that I've always thought. Lie, manipulate, scheme, don't be transparent, protect this image, whatever. It's like, no, fuck it, man. Whenever I'm, I'm here it is. Then I have that connection with folk that, that, that I'm desperate for. And so, so thanks, man. Thanks for talking about that. And I, I want to make a couple comments really going like from paragraph three, then two, then one. So it's kind of backwards. But that last sentence that Donna read, step five is not simply a reading of, of step four. All right. So, okay. If I'm not reading it, if it's just simply not a reading, then what it is? Well, the, the paragraph before that says, look, uh, we look at our wrongs, examine our behavior patterns, and started to see deeper aspects of our disease. That's the hit. That's what we're doing. If we if we jump back a few more to, to last episode, it says, well, what did the inventory become? It becomes a relief. And here's that kind of, here's how it hits a little bit different. Here's that process. Now the inventory is becoming a relief and we're continuing with that relief. Now we're going to start digging in and seeing, okay, well, why am I doing these things? What patterns aren't working? What patterns are? And, um, and so, so, and then if we put that in the backdrop of this, right. And, and, and Donna, that, that's really neat about reading that three times. Like, I, I think that's really cool. And, uh, and that's, that's one of the points I wanted to, to say is, uh, there there's, it's like, there's three admissions that we make and, and, you know, whether it's a sponsor, somebody from, you know, maybe, uh, uh, what, what's the term, like a man of the cloth or something like that. If you're, if you're in, in, in a, in a, uh, religious, you know, um, group or whatever like this whoever's going to hear your fifth step my, my thing has always been like if you if you're just getting clean my experience has been like it's it's probably best with a sponsor you know someone who who's familiar i've heard over the years you know there's some things people felt real comfortable with taking it to someone outside and you know it, it is your deal you know do what you do but here's the thing that other person that's the third on this list that's the third right me telling myself that's the second, but, but really it's, it's a conversation. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to the higher power. No, I'm talking, I'm telling God, Hey, here's the things. It's a conversation between me and the higher power with another person being there. And, um, and when I look at it that way, man, that's okay. That's okay, man. I can do that. You know, I, I, I can have that. So, so we meant to God and to ourselves and then, you know, and to another human being, um, you know, our wrongs there. So that's going to be my comments there, Donna. Thank you, Brian. And then Paul. Yeah, I was just sitting here thinking and like the fifth step was such a, such a huge step for me. And, um, you know, just thinking about it, I had all this stuff written down on paper, you know, the fearless searching moral inventory, you know, it was all in plain sight to me where I could see it. Like, this is, these are all the things that I did, you know, in an act of addiction that were all drug related, you know, all the pain that I caused myself, you know, my family and, and where it always led me, you know, jails and institutions. And like, then it came time to share it with my sponsor because, you know, God already seen me acting on my self will and doing all these things. So it really wasn't necessary to admit it to him. But, um, 
you know, and then, well, first let me say that in, in order for me to really share this with my sponsor, you know, I had to trust him first. And the way that I built that trust was by, you know, developing a relationship with him and, and just knowing that the things that I was telling him, you know, before I shared this with him, um, he wasn't going and telling anyone else, you know, a lot of personal things about myself. So uh, we really had to develop that trust. And, um, you know, I live in Pennsylvania. And, and when it was time to, to share the, the fifth step with him, I, I flew to Kentucky. And, uh, you know, it was the first time I was ever on an airplane. And what experience that was with like, just a few months clean. And, uh, you know, we sat down and uh, threw on a pot of coffee. And, uh, you know, he, he really shared some stuff with me first that was really personal about him. And I, I think that kind of set the tone for the whole conversation because it made me feel like, you know, this is a guy that I'm sitting across from that, that's done the, you know, pretty similar things to what I've done. So that, that really put me at ease. And like, when I started sharing all this stuff, like, you know how they say getting a monkey off your back? Well, this was like a gorilla that, that was hanging on me. And after I, after I shared this stuff, all that weight was lifted. And I just felt so good afterwards. Like, these are things that I've never told another human being. And, um, you know, I, I remember my sponsor saying a lot of people want to use after they share their fifth step. But I didn't feel that way. I just, I just felt relief. And uh, I'm, I'm really glad looking back that, that I did it and I did it thoroughly. And uh, I know if there's some things that I forgot, you know, I can bring them back up. But I think I touched on about everything. So that, that's my experience. I just want, you know, when Douglas was talking about the who to choose to hear it, I'm just glad I live in the time now that sponsorship is the way to go, generally. Um, just for a historical perspective, that the use of uh, a man of the cloth was protective because it was protected legally by priest penitent uh, confidentiality. And so there were things that you didn't want to say to another human being that could get you in big trouble. And so that what became kind of in vogue in, in the 40s to, to do it with a priest then you were covered, uh, but you had shared it with someone else. So I'm glad that we live in a time where um, decriminalization of, of that stuff, a lot of that stuff is, you know, we can gather, we can be on Zoom, we can, <laughs> it used to be illegal for addicts to gather. Um, so, um, and, in, and in the previous fellowship too, was where that became kind of in vogue. The other thing that is, uh, that needs to be noted is the uh, the word admit is uh, I've talked about this before is in the first the fifth and the tenth step and the, and that word is purposefully used to admit to let something in um, that is a deepening of our first step um, and that is, if this is a disease of isolation, which I absolutely believe, it's a disease of a lot of things, but uh, isolation is one of the, of the core things that it is a disease of. Um, this is the time when we start to admit others into this world that we have kept secret for so long. So, thanks. Thank you. 
Hey, Phil, welcome. You want to read the next two paragraphs starting with four years? Can you hear me, Phil? Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, you said the next two paragraphs, starting with right one. On page 32, it says for years, the top. For years, oh, we avoided. Okay. I gotcha. Okay. For years, we avoided seeing ourselves as we really were. We were ashamed of ourselves and felt isolated from the rest of the world. Now that we have the shameful part of our past trap, we can sweep it out of our lives. We can, we, if we face and admit it, it would be uh, uh, tragic to write it all down and then shove it in the drawer. These defects grow in the dark and die in the light of exposure. Before coming to Narcotics Anonymous, we felt that no one could understand the things that we had done. We feared that if we ever revealed ourselves as we were, we would surely be rejected. Most addicts are uncomfortable about this. We recognize that we have been unrealistic in feeling this way. Our fellow members do understand us. Um, I, I, I know, I know for me, um, and, um, um, with disease of addiction and just, just being, uh, in, in recovery, um, the importance of, uh, light of exposure and, uh, just being in recovery and, uh, having the, the application of, um, of a, of a fifth step, uh, I do have exact nature and um, anything uh, now that is, is bothering me, um, uh, it, it doesn't get um, uh, swept uh, under the rug or put in a drawer like whatever. It is talked about and uh, discussed. Uh, uh, I'll say most of the time, and I want it to be all the time, if, if something is, is bothering me, you're not going to have to guess about what am I talking about? Uh, what's his beef or, 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 or try to guess or think I'm talking in riddles. You should know exactly uh, uh, what it is. But I've had that luxury of, of working steps and um, 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 just a uh, uh, immense game changer uh, in life. Um, secrets will kill. I don't want anything uh, growing uh, in the uh, dark uh, in me. And but I, I I wasn't that way before I got in recovery. It's just the the luxury of um, of having step work, and that's all I got. Thanks, Phil. In um, Paul? Um, I love the, for years we avoided seeing ourselves as we really were. Um, uh, there's a quote from another fellowship that says something about 
telling the lie when the when the truth would have been sufficient. Mm -hmm. And I think that's we you know as addicts we have a very tenuous relationship with the truth. Um, <laughs> that's British understatement right there. Um, you know, I had so many lies that they had become truth. Like I, I would tell the lie so many times that it became this kind, it was like an index card. You said a subject and I had an index card for the subject and then I would have a, like lies on it about the subject. And, um, and I just didn't know how to, I didn't, I thought that if the, if the truth, if, if you knew the truth and it's not just specifically about bad events it was the truth of just of, of who i was like that was never enough there was it was i was so unworthy that i had to embellish everything and and that is it's it's sad it's it's isolating it's alienating and, and so, and it's exhausting is what it is. And, and you know, the, the fifth step is where we start to practice saying the truth about who we are and the empowerment that that brings and the relief that it brings and the comfortability in your own skin that it brings is immense. Like I walk into work and I, you know, I'm running this business and there's expectations and I've got owners and there's millions of dollars in play and stuff like this. And I, I'm inside of me, there's this skill, still a little scared, unworthy addict inside. And because of the fifth step, I am able to be authentic in that place. And I learned that starting in this place. And, and that has served me. Like, it's amazing when you can sit in, the, in, a, in a business meeting with all these people discussing millions of dollars of business and you say, that's, I don't know what you mean or tell me the truth or, you know, I, I don't understand your chart because you don't, you don't understand it and you're telling the truth about what you, where you're at without fear that they will not think enough of you. That's empowering. And the, and the truth is everybody else in the meeting doesn't understand the fucking chart. And somebody was, took the risk to tell the truth, just like in our meetings. So this doesn't just apply for the hour at eight o'clock on the Monday night at my home group. This is, this is life stuff. This is stuff that carries into the world for a successful life. You know, that's the amazing part about this is that the whole world's waiting for this. They want somebody who's gonna tell the truth too. And especially when you can tell it to power. When you can talk, speak to truth to power, your value goes up a hundredfold in the real world. So work a fifth step. Thanks. I think um, for me where it says uh, we were ashamed of ourselves and felt isolated from the rest of the world you know, talks about this quite a bit in our step working guide, but not so much here. There's a lot of really shameful things that happen to addicts, um, maybe to everybody, but addicts, we are pretty damaged goods. 
and not just from the things that we've done, but the things that have been done to us. And um, this is a place to start talking about that. It's not going to be the only place for it, but, um, but it's important to tell the truth about those things as best you can. I did. I tried. This is where I started telling the truth about those things that happened to that little girl that I was, you know, and the kinds of, of things that I did to other people as I got older, you know, and, um, and it was really hard to, because I, because I was so ashamed and because the lies like the Paul was talking about had kept me from that. I felt so isolated from the rest of the world. Nobody knew what I thought. Nobody knew how I felt. You know, I didn't even know most of the time and still struggle with that sometimes, you know, so there's been a, there was a lot of damage done. And, and, you know, when I am having my worst times, um, it's still that old shame that comes up, you know, as it tries to, it tries to back me into a corner, you know, and tell me that I'm unworthy. And um, so so by starting this process, I have gotten an incredible amount of freedom. You know, it doesn't all go away for most of us. It's something that we have to keep working on over our life, but it has gotten better and better and better. And sometimes it's really bad, but it doesn't last as long as it used to. It doesn't come as often as it used to, right? So this is really... I mean, this is not the be all end all. This is not it, right? This is just a part of the process. Okay, anybody else want to talk on that or should we move on? Okay, Douglas, you want to read the next couple of paragraphs? And we must carefully choose the person who is to hear our fifth step. We must make sure that they know what we are doing and why we are doing it. Although there is no hard rule about the person of our choice, it is important that we trust the person. Only complete confidence in the person's integrity and discretion can make us willing to be thorough in this step. Some of us take our fifth step with a total stranger, although some of us feel more comfortable choosing a member of Narcotics Anonymous. We know that another addict would be less likely to judge us with malice or misunderstanding. Once we make a choice and are actually alone with that person, we proceed with their encouragement. We want to be definite, honest, and thorough, realizing that this is a life and death matter. Some of us tried to hide part of our past in an attempt to find an easier way of dealing with our inner feelings. We may think that we have done enough by writing about our past. We cannot afford this mistake. This step will expose our motives and, act, and our actions. We cannot expect these things to reveal themselves. Our embarrassment is eventually overcome, and we can avoid future guilt. And... And for me, um, my comment will, on, on this will be um, similar to, to Brian's experience, um, how the, the person who, who I fist step at, my first fist step with was my sponsor at the time. And, and um, uh, we, we went to, uh, our whole home group had this uh, spiritual weekend. We, we went to this little uh, camp place and uh, like Friday night, Saturday, and then, and then Sunday we came back and, and, and it was just a really cool time of reflection, you know, different like breakout, like, you know, little speakers and stuff like that. And and it was just really neat. And then coming down off the mountain, it was just in a, in his car, you know, and, 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 uh, and we fist up there 
And he started out just like Brian talked about. He started out, he, he revealed some things to me just to ease the, you know, to open the conversation. And, and, um, and you know, what I learned there was, was that what that did for me was, um, it allowed me to, to, to say the thing I didn't really want to say, or the things I really didn't want to say. It just allowed me to just whoop, there. And then from there, man, it was like, well, fuck it. I could, I'll say whatever else now, you, you know, it wasn't like, and, and, and so that, so that car ride there was really just, um, I mean, it would, well, it was downhill because it was actually downhill off a mountain. But after that, man, it's like it's downhill from there, man, you know. And, and so that's what I try to do with my guys too, man. I'll, I'll tell them, you know, I'll just reveal myself, man, in, in that intimate way, you know, and and um, and ask them to start with something that, you know, that they don't want to talk about. And um, because right there, man, that, that that connection, that vulnerable, and then boom, that connection, and then everything else, man, just, just flows and – um, but one thing I wanted to mention, because you know Brian had mentioned it, was look after after that he dropped me he dropped me off at the place I was staying, and um, and called me about an hour later, um, asked me how I was doing, man, and I felt like using. I just did, man. Like a, a, an hour or so after my fifth step, I felt like using, and 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 through talking about that though and looking at it, it was the first time in a really really long time where I didn't have anything going on inside me, and like my mind you know, default was, was, I must feel like getting high. Like I didn't have anything going on, man. Like it, it was such a weird feeling. You know, I, I, I wasn't consumed with like self-hate, you know, I wasn't this and I wasn't that. And it was like, I wasn't anxious. I can't tell you before then, like when there wasn't a time when I was just an anxious person, it was always, you know, all this anxiety. I was just anxious about everything. I'd be damned, man. If I wasn't just, ah, uh, you know, and that exact feeling, man, you know, so then, so to put this in context, that feeling there, I just thought by default, man, hey, I must feel like getting high, you know, like, but that feeling, man, of peace, of serenity, man, I have a lot of value on feeling that today. And, and when I, and when I enter into a season of feeling that way, man, I like to protect it and try to ride that out. And so it, it's wild, a different perspective, you know, um, with that same feeling. So those are going to be my comments. Thanks. Thank you. Who else? Okay, Phil, thank you. Uh, Phil, wow. Uh, good stuff. Uh, a good meeting. Um, uh, I can't help not to look at um, uh, 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 the first thing that, uh, that, that, that he read was, okay, we must um, we must carefully choose a person um, uh, to hear the, that fifth step, and then you know it goes on to talk about um, uh, and, and to trust that person. The person has integrity in that, and for the most part, it, it um, is uh, is our sponsor. But but the literature does say it can be a uh, another human being. Uh, I I just have a a old fashioned um, uh, sponsorship family that, that, that's real keen with the uh, literature of Narcotics Anonymous and, uh, and then they, uh, the design of it and uh, this and that, um, it, it has spun off of um, uh, different things because uh, with the other fellowship and uh, this and that of their ways of doing things. But, but with my sponsorship family, 
And I'm just so ever grateful for them. You know, they always told me, and I have a lot of appreciation for it today, and especially me sponsoring people. Um, they said that the well, the old literature used to say that too, in the old IP, it's it's revised that a sponsor guides you through the uh, 12 steps. And it used to say 12 traditions and the 12 concepts of Narcotics Anonymous. But my uh, grand sponsors and sponsorship family, they were, they were just so keen of me not taking or having a jip, they called it a jip bag of recovery. If, if somebody would just guide me through um, 10 or 11 steps of Narcotics Anonymous. And uh, the, the thing with, with the sponsor, and like I said, I'm glad I've, I've done it with a sponsor. Uh, a sponsor still, the, the dictionary uh, definition, looks out for another person's well-being. And, uh, and, and with a uh, well-being, uh, I'm not to be wanting for anything um, spiritually on a spiritual note. And uh, that that has so much uh, merit for me today, and even with the the guys I sponsor, I always say say this for me. If I would have done that with with somebody else, and I'm never going to see him again, who's going to know me all like that? How am I going to grow spiritually, or grow with grow and recover, grow in anything if nobody really knows me all like that? And they were always says stress and even in the sponsor family don't give yourself a, a, a jip bag of recovery that's all i have thanks bill you know um one of the things i tell my sponsees i mean i've had a, i've had two i think over the years people that i sponsored who didn't want to share aspects of their fourth step with me fifth step um i think they were worried about some legal issues um, I'm a nurse. I'm a mandatory reporter around some things. So I, um, I respect that. Um, however, what I told them and what I tell everybody is that part of my job as your sponsor is to deal with your character defects and how the things that happen to you affect your life. And as we go on to know each other and to work these steps together, if I have that intimate information, I got the background. I'm gonna be able to help you through that. I would never withhold that information from my sponsor. She needs to know this stuff so she can help me. Um, I, will, I will, and maybe all of you know some stories. As I say, there are some people that you definitely do not do your fifth step with. You do not do your fifth step with your intimate partner. This is very important. Your husband or your wife or your mother or your father do not need to be the people that you do your fifth step with. This is just pure experience, right? I've had a couple people that have done that and have, and it's not gone well. Um, uh, and so, um, uh, gosh, who? oh, I heard a story about a guy who just like randomly found some stranger to tell his fifth step to, and it worked for him. He stayed clean, you know, over the years. It wasn't anybody he was held accountable to. I don't think it was a priest or a clergy, you know, but he found somebody who was randomly willing to listen to that, you know. And um, I think uh, 
the beauty of the fifth step is getting it all out, telling the truth. Um, but the therapeutic value is going to be in that relationship with another person. Paul? Yeah, I, um, I, so it says we must be careful to choose the person who hear our fifth step, just as careful as the choice of sponsorship. You know what I mean? It, it, it is hand in hand for me. Um, but step five is not simply a reading of step four because I want to have someone involved in the process. This is not a, this is not a monologue. This is a dialogue and it's a jumping off point. What is in the notebook is the start. It is not the be all and end all. Like if, if I am just simply talking and reading my paper to you and there's nothing coming back I might as well do it to a wall. I, 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 for me, this is for me, I need interaction. I need questions. I need clarifications. I need somebody to go, oh yeah, well, let me tell you this. <laughs> I need that interchange to feel, to, to especially to feel a part of and to not kind of go down the rabbit hole of alienation and isolation, which can easily happen in a fifth step, like Douglas was, was talking about, is that kind of, oh my God, I, this is very raw, and should I use over it? <laughs> you know, kind of thing, because I don't know how. And, and here's the other thing is, nature abhors a vacuum. So when you let all this stuff out, what's present, what's there. And that's what that other person is, for me, helps fill that, that void up. It's okay. You did a good job. Thank you for sharing that. You're not as bad as you thought you were. You know? So um, yeah, you have to pick someone who, I, listen, who can process it, who you can trust. The trust thing is not as, as important for me as someone who has some ability to process that information and help you with it. That's what I want, is I want someone I don't want to say intellectually, but I want somebody who's a, a, able to process this information and help me with it. Because I don't want to. I, I don't want to be. I don't want to be alone on this. I don't want somebody just to sit there, you know, with their mouth shut. So that's it. Thanks. Oh, I I, I didn't get it in before, but when um, Donna was sharing about the little girl, you know, and. There's a meme going around the internet that has struck me lately that says, trauma is the gateway drug. And I, and I, and I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's, the, that's the truth. Trauma is the gateway drug. And I, I've seen it on the internet a couple of times and I'm kind of like, it, it's one of those moments where you go, oh, oh, that's it. And this step, is about dealing with that trauma, that gateway drug. So, thanks. Thank you, Brian. You want to share and then read a couple paragraphs? 
Sure. Um, just real quick. Um, I was thinking like there, there's just something that's, that's really special about sharing something with another human being. I mean, there's, there's so much, there's so much power in that. It's like, you know, it talked about, it would be pointless to just write this stuff down and stick it in a drawer. And, um, you know, what I could relate to that, the way I could relate to that is like having thoughts of using, you know what I mean? If anyone out there is like having thoughts and they're not talking about it, you know, that's, that's a, that's a bad place to be. And, uh, anytime that I've ever felt like using, I made sure that I got to a meeting or if there wasn't a meeting, you know, I shared it with my sponsor or someone in my support group. And like, instead of that being a, a bright, shiny light, you know, it got dimmer and dimmer, you know, it might not have went away right away, but eventually, you know, it did. And I remember when I relapsed before, you know, I wasn't talking about it. And, and what was the end result? You know, I was back to using, you know, and everything that I touch when I use turns into a train wreck. But when I'm clean, you know, it's, it seems to be a lot better, you know, and, and just real quick, I wanted to share with everyone, you know, I'm starting a, a new job and, and they brought up a drug test today. And uh, for the first time in my life, you know, I didn't think about who am I going to get to take this test for me? Or how can I get something to scrub the toxins, <laughs> you know, the toxins out of my hair, you know, which is like $300 I seen on Google, like something popped up, like clean the toxins out for 300 bucks. But I don't have much hair on my head. So they had to take the hair out of my beard. I was like, you know, make sure you're careful because this is my pride and joy. But, uh, you know, and the results are going to come back and they're going to be clean. You know, that's, thank you know, thankful to this program for that and the fifth step. But uh, I just wanted to share that with everyone. Brian, but, uh, his test. Go, Brian! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, picking up here, uh, it says, we do not procrastinate. We must be exact. We want to tell the simple truth, cut and dried, as quickly as possible. There is always a danger that we will exaggerate our wrongs. It is equally dangerous to minimize or rationalize our part in past situations. After all, we still want to sound good. Addicts tend to live secret lives. For many years, we covered low self-esteem by hiding behind phony images that we hope would fool people. Unfortunately, we fooled ourselves more than anyone. Although we often appeared attractive and confident on the outside, we were really hiding a shaky, insecure person on the inside. The masks have to go. We share our inventory as, as it is written, skipping nothing. We continue to approach this step with honesty and thoroughness until we finish. It is a great relief to get rid of all our secrets and to share the burden of our past. Thank you. Does anybody want to share about that? I just want to comment on sharing. Um, I, I think that we say that sharing is what I'm doing right now. But there are five people sharing right now. And that is an important part of this step. It's a part important part of our process. Sharing is not just giving. It is receiving. It is both actions together. And, you know, I, I'm always, you know, I'm always, it's always funny when someone starts the meeting, shares, you know, some stuff and then gets up and walks out. And I'm like, that, that's not sharing. That's dumping. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's not sharing. Sharing is 
telling it. Uh, yeah, it's both. And, and that's the thing is I have, to, I have to say this stuff to somebody else and my God, and then I have to listen for their responses. And that's just as important as what I have to say is their responses. So thanks. Bill. Uh, wow, uh, there was a, there was a lot of uh, good good things in there that I can like really relate to and uh, and uh, really uh, see myself um, in there prior to uh, uh, doing that uh, f first uh, fifth step. But um, addicts tend to um, live uh, secret lives. Uh, many many of us covered up things with phony images and. Uh, this and that, how we tried to fool people and that, and uh, that that definitely was was me uh, hiding uh, in the inside and just just covering so much in the inside. The mask have to go, um, and then I like I like how it um, ends. Uh, it is a great relief to get rid of our secrets and to share um, the burdens of our past and. Um, I mean, just what 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 a game changer i mean just just what what a way uh uh for me to look at the whole world differently now up um uh, up into um this point and uh what what a a a burden you know and uh um i can remember how ignorant i was uh with the procrastination of not uh do, doing that fourth and to enter that fifth step and um, the, the the danger uh, uh, I was in and uh, but but the the relief um, mm, the euphoria um, even I was getting high that uh, euphoria from the drugs uh, nothing has uh, beat that uh, fifth step that's all I have Um, Paul, have you read yet? Would you please read the last two? I absolutely will. Um, usually we share this step. As we share this step, the listener will share some of his or her story too. We find that we are not unique. We see by the acceptance of our confidant that we can be accepted just the way we are. We may never be able to remember all of our past mistakes. We do, however, give it our best and most complete effort. We begin to experience real personal feelings of a spiritual nature. Where once we had spiritual theories, we now begin to awaken to spiritual reality. This initial examination of ourselves usually reveals some behavior patterns that we don't particularly like. However, Facing these patterns and bringing them out in the open makes it possible for us to deal with them constructively. We cannot make these changes alone. We will need the help of God as we understand him and the fellowship of Narcotics Anonymous. I, um, you know, uh, 
Douglas is going to ask us how we do our fourth and fifth, <laughs> our fifth steps at the end of this, which we're at. Um, I'm just going to say to preemptively answer the question, um, I, I have my spot, I work it out of the book, um, the step working guide, and they do, they write the answers to the fourth step and, and they write the answers to the fifth step. And we do both together. And when we do it, and this can be over, um, days, it can be, it can, it can take some time that takes some time or a weekend. The best part is to like go to a hotel and, and do it for like a couple of days. That's the, that's the choice, but sometimes schedules don't allow that, but that's how I generally do it. And while we're doing it, we are pulling out, just like it says here, we are pulling out patterns and we're making a list during it. And that list will become the character defects in the sixth step. But that's how we're looking for patterns. If you keep ending up in a relationship that is, you know, uh, uh, violent or something, that's a pattern. We need, to, we need to write that stuff down. Or if you keep, you know, telling your parents this lie, that's a pattern. We're writing stuff like that down or, or you know, that kind of stuff. So we, we're looking for the we're looking for the things that the events are not important. It feels like it when you do the fourth and step that the events are the important part. It's the patterns. The patterns are what we're looking for, and um, and so uh, you know that's that's how we do it. So thanks. Thank you, Douglas. Yeah. Uh, you know, one thing I th it, that's been important on my journey has been that looking at the fifth step is not a one and done type of deal. And that last sentence really hits home with me, you know, and it reads, well, we need the help of God as we understand him and the fellowship of Narcotics Anonymous. So, you know, and we talk about this last paragraph of saying this initial examination, we understand like this first four step and fifth step, you know, it's all and, and we'll get through that. What's been so beneficial for for me and 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 really which has kept me tethered to the to the fellowship is is my willingness to fist step with the people who are close with me. And 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 their and their willingness to be transparent with me as well. And that and that that's that that's this sentence right here. This is the the one I have underlined, right? In this, in this, where once we had spiritual theories, we now begin to awaken to spiritual reality. That's what happens when I fifth step with my people. And, 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 and I have that, I have that theory and I'll come up with a couple of theories right now. Don't mean shit, but I can come up with them. Man, I could put the words together. You know, I could pull for pieces, but, man, but, but my lived experience, man, this is how I feel. This is how I've changed. This is what's happened. This is how I'm able to pour in other people. That's what I begin to experience, man. When I, when I fifth step with folks. I know Paul and I are going to fist step after this. We 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 stay on and we and we fist step for a little while. Brian on a regular, we do this, man. I I want to I I'll tell this and and then then um I'll say how I work the the fist step with my guys. But a year ago this week, man, I was in China you know, for a little while, and and me and two two of, of people that I'm close with, we were fist stepping all for, for about two days straight. I mean, really, just pour, just here's where we're at what's going on, our feelings, 
and um and and that's that theory becoming reality man that's that that that's that connection that's a lot deeper than hey you know when we go to the casino or some dumb shit like that for real you know that's what i need man i i need that you know because look i i don't stop being this shaky insecure person with a mask on I don't stop being this dude that I, Hey, I want you to see me being attractive and confident. I don't stop that. It lessens like Brian was talking about. It lessens a lot, you know, as I become to accept myself, but I don't stop that stuff. You know what I really need, man? I need my people, man, to talk about, Hey, I'm scared about this. I feel this about that. And that, that, that's what I, that's what I crave, man. And that's what I really need. And then the hit is when I'm able to provide that for someone else, man, it's, it's kind of says, okay, you know what? I, I'm fulfilled in this. And so how, how, how I work the fifth step, how it was worked with me and how I do it with my guys is simply, um, I share a couple of things about myself and then, and then, um, which opens them up to, to read off their fourth step and we discuss it. And then it's a conversation of saying, okay, um, you know, what, what's anything else that you don't want to talk about? Let's look at some things that have been really just not, a good fit for your life you know what, what's these things that's caused you pain people around you pain and, and static between you and the higher power and paul said exactly right like what do we do with those things well shit i'll be damned that those are character defects aren't they you know it, it, like it all flows so um so i'll go ahead and pass with that thank you for i think um one of the things i want to talk about is uh the fifth step from the perspective of being a sponsor um, uh, this is a real honor and it is precious and, um, and I take it very, very seriously. So we carve out time that is just for me and that person who is sharing their fifth step, this really important step. And we take as much time as we need, right? It can be a day, it can be two days, it can be a weekend, um, and, uh, you know, I often take notes. Um, I'm listening intently. And, um, and because this is, this is the meat and potatoes, this is where the rubber hits the road, right? This is where we talk about um, um, so many of the reasons why we started using and where that took us. You know, those secrets that we were never gonna tell another human being. And I'm sitting there in front of another human being saying, so you can tell me this stuff. It's okay. You can tell me, and we're gonna we're gonna get through this together, right? Um, I, one of the things I did notice is like, um, I mean, this is like two and a half pages in our book, right? Um, you think for something that was such a big deal, there would be so more much more to it. But here's the deal: how you do a fifth step, how you do a fourth step is you write it, and how you do a fifth step is you tell it. You just do it. It just has to be done. And when I did my first one, um, my sponsor just so desperately wanted me to do it. She just knew that if I did not figure out a way to tell my secrets that I was gonna die, I was gonna die. And uh, maybe I would get loaded first or maybe not, but the, but the horror and the terror of what held me prisoner had to be said. And, uh, and she was the right person to say it to, you know, and, um, so, uh, you know, as a sponsee and as a sponsor, this is precious. This is sacred. That's the word I was looking for. This is sacred. And I, and I take it as such. 
uh, Phil and Brian, how do you guys do good steps? Well, uh, go ahead, Phil. Would you like to go first? Go ahead. You go. You go first, babe. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I know how my sponsor did it with me, but I mean, me sitting here with a, a little bit over a year clean, I mean, <laughs> my <laughs> one of my sponsees just didn't have any give up in him, so I haven't been able to work it with him, and then another guy's like half foot in, one foot in, one foot out, but I mean, I can't wait until I can actually get a sponsee who's willing to like work with me a little bit, but you know, I talked earlier about how Douglas did it with me, so but I did just have a guy that has a sponsor already that would like me to work the steps with him. So I'm looking forward to that, but that's where I'm at. Go ahead, Phil. Uh, Phil, um, similar to, 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 you, to you folks now, um, now we're, uh, we're doing, we're doing it out of the uh, uh, step working guide and, and, uh, and with, with my guys, yeah, it's, it, it, it is sharing that uh, four step, but, uh, it's just we'll go we'll go over all the uh, the uh, questions in in the force the four step uh, in in the uh, step working guide and then and then uh, after that we will uh, go go over the things uh, in the fifth step but uh, but even prior to um, the uh, the uh, the fifth step I still review with all my guys the spiritual principles contained in all of the steps. And um, and then I still stress the uh, the meaning of of a step and what a step is. We go we go through that. What 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 is a step? Action preceding the improvement of a situation. Foot landing from which you can ascend and descend. You now have living structure that you can go up and down in with spiritual solutions with the spiritual principles contained in the steps. And um, I think that's very important. Thank you, everybody. Phil, that was fantastic. That's the whole reason we were here tonight was to hear you say that. So thanks, everybody. Oh, for being yeah. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, shut your mouth. <laughs> take, take care, everybody. Thank you for walking with us on this journey. Please reflect on what was discussed and apply it to your life. Share this resource with anyone you feel led to do so with. Tune in next time as we'll pick up where we left off. We'll chunk these in hour-long sessions. Namaste and God bless.